This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is shit on, shit on the table. table. Uh, so Harvey can't fix anything. So if we fuck up, he can't like fix stuff. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I, mean, I figured. Oh, man. We're right. recording right now remotely in our. Did we lose me? Yeah. You got me? No, I lost you. Kind Hold of. On. Hold on. You got me now? Yeah. Well, okay. I can't see your face, but I can hear you. Okay. Which sucks. But so we are. Why can't I see you? I don't know. I think it's your internet connection. Oh, okay. Well, as long as you can hear me, we're <laughs> we're going through some technical difficulties, and it's only because we are doing this for the first time remotely from our houses. Yeah, and we're doing this on Zoom. So, and with Zoom, it records both vocals at the same time on one segment, I guess you could say. And so he yeah. can't break up our vocals and fix anything so what you hear is what you get and you get all the fun background stuff (laughs) that our engineer aka husband fixes so yeah i'm gonna start off with being being honest (laughs) i'm a little stoned (laughs) i am still in a little bit of pain but I don't want to take my hydrocodone. I think I only have actually like one left. So I have turned to smoking the marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. So that's not, it's not because you're coping. It's just because you're in pain. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I am not like, I am on a certain level. But, like, I feel like I am watching everything kind of blow up behind a screen because I have been what feels like an eternity have been bed bound. So, like, I can't do a lot of walking. And so I have not financially been impacted or have... Because you haven't spent any money. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because when I was before the surgery, I did go a little doomsday shopping, but it wasn't much. And I guess things got a little worse, you know, within the last five days that I've been stuck at home. <laughs> and so, like, it's just, I'm not at the level of panic that everybody else seems to be in. And like from what I'm reading in like all of these groups and uh, what everybody's going through, I am kind of not at that level. So I can't 100% relate to what a lot of groomers are going through at the moment. And I'm just like, wow, I, I don't understand why everything's imploding because I did not, I am not able to be on the front line. You know, it worked out for yeah. me. <laughs> Because but they're like, let's move up your surgery, otherwise you don't get it. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, I don't. I can't really speak 
too much on that topic as someone who is actually going through it because it did not it affected me in the fact that my surgery got moved up and I was supposed to work but did not work and chose to have my surgery so it kind of benefited me I guess shitty because we could have used the money but yeah it is what it is (laughs) but it's kind of nice this episode you'll get like two perspectives you know Vanessa is working and you know a lot of groomers have been saying being on the front line and um you have someone who's in quarantine (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I closed my personal shop but the other place that I work for is still open because they are considered an essential business mm-hmm. regardless of if my side of the business functionality is essential they stay open they have giant pockets so well i think the reason why some governments are categorizing it as essential is like It's, we are kind of a necessity. I don't know. I don't know uh, what the government's thinking, but. I don't, I don't either. Either way, like, I would rather not, but I don't have the benefit to, how do I put this? Like, I've been working part-time. So it was like, they were, they offer, they have all these Okay, the save face, I want to say the save face. The save face, they're offering their employees options. But those options don't actually filter down to part-time employees. And I was doing this part-time because there was other, uh, not personal, but personal things happening on my shop side. And it, I started the part-time gig. Mm-hmm to kind of give me a little bit of financial stability and just a little bit of direction of where I wanted to go. Um, I've hated it since I've started and I still hate it to this day, but because I chose to close my personal shop and not do dogs um, there, I allocated quite a bit of hours at my part-time gig. So even though I'm part-time, I'm still working full-time hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Oh, I bet because I know a lot of shops have and mobile have um, closed. They've closed the yeah. doors, a lot of private shops. So I know I'm sure just because in PetSmart closed their biz, their company so I'm sure you guys are just getting an overflow of people. Well, I mean, we are, but we are not because it's still important that everybody stays home. So a lot of people will make appointments and then they won't show up for the appointments or we're getting a lot of people who can't go to their, we will get a few overflow people. And that's usually the people that, 
like we're stuck with versus like the people that have originally gone to us thinking that we're closed or they're choosing to stay home, which is for the benefit of everyone. It's just, it's been so chaotic. I can't even explain to you the amount of anxiety that we're going through. It's just so stupid. And, you know, we have protocols in place, but it doesn't even seem like those protocols are in the end going to benefit us. I don't know. I think when somebody gets sick is probably when I, I doubt they would even close it down. Even if somebody got sick, that's how bad it is. Wow. That's not good. Yeah. I almost got eaten by a doodle yesterday. Oh my God. This, this poor lady came in with her matted doodle and she had said that she got, she goes to another local groomer and of course they're closed. And she was like, yeah, I've been kicked out of other shops, blah, blah, blah. And the dog was severely matted. This doodle, it's like a huge burner doodle. And the dog was severely matted. And she's like, oh, if he acts up, just tell him to knock it off. And the lady was really funny about it. But like, I started to pre-shave the doodle and he tried taking my hand off. And then we had to send him home. So he's all fucked up looking. The back is shaved and that's it. <laughs> She should have a better dog. How about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, the dog has to go to a vet. For sure. So, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy. I'm, I'm not doing a lot of dogs, um, but there's, you know, there's, they still have us there. Yeah, which like I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of just impartial about it. Like I said, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the same experience as everybody else is going through right now. I'm kind of just sitting at home in mesh panties and being like, whoa, like, why is everybody falling out? Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. Well, I mean, a lot of people's livelihood is at stake, so it's a very scary situation. It's not just that. It's certain other things that are happening in the industry that are seem a little crazy. I get why groomers specifically are just beside themselves. And I am, you know, everybody is just in a frenzy and in a panic and everyone's scared. And I totally get that. Yeah. It's not just everyone. I mean, my, you know, my husband's laid off. He Did you paint your walls? A long time ago. <laughs> Remember? They're pink. Yeah. Did you do it or did you pay someone? No, we did it. And that's why it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, you have the service industry. Yeah. So he's in the service industry and, um, he got laid off. Um, 
She's drinking water, guy. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He got laid off, so he's like a stay-at-home dad right now, and I'm working full-time. I worked, I want to say, 10 straight days, and I'm fucking tired. So I'm taking two days off and then going back on the grind, and then I will evaluate our monetary situation very shortly because yeah i don't even think you'll have time for that i think it's gonna shut down here very 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 soon you know that's honestly because the our salon manager is basically like okay so the the package that the corporate um, place that I work at offered the full-time people is like they get 40 hours PTO of their hourly pay, which sucks for, you know, commissioned groomers because they don't get their actual PTO pay, which their actual PTO pay is their average wage. They're just getting their PTO from their hourly. Now, granted, you know, that is some form of income, but they're giving them options to either work on the floor, <laughs> outside of more at risk. Yeah, because you're working with people. Like in our salon, it's a little bit, yeah, it's contained, but we can disinfect and we're working with animals. We can keep a, 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 you know, a fair amount of distance. We can have the people kind of maneuver their dogs so that way we don't have to touch people. Um, and we're not dealing with like tons of people because again, people are staying home. So the dogs that we do get in, it's not, it's not like we're doing 10, 12 dogs a person each day. We've limited our um, appointments and we've scheduled them out. So they're not coming in at the same time. So we're trying to be proactive us individually. I don't know. I can't say for other salons, whether or not they're doing that. Yeah. Now, I want to just mention this, that in our state, our governor said that if you're not curbside or delivery, you need to shut the fuck down. Like you need to shut it down. So how are they still open again? So we offer the option of curbside pickup, but there's a caveat to that. So we can pick up the dogs on the curb. We can do the check-in process on the curb and we can have them fill out all the paperwork on the curb (laughs) and bring the dogs back. But when they are done, they have to pick up their dogs. So they still have to come into the store, into our salon, pick up their dogs and then pay. They don't have an option as of right now where they can just pay for the service and we don't have to have them come in and contaminate our area. We don't have that option. Yeah. Um, yet. I mean, they could have something coming into effect. So it's just like, it's just like, they're just kind of picking and choosing and just like, well, if we offer this service, then we're compliant, but it's not, they're not really compliant. It's just, so that's the thing though. And then also, even though we are mandated by the governor to do such, we are not mandated. We are, but he gave the local governments the ability to enforce. So even though he's like, you guys all need to shut it down, 
the local I government. haven't seen him say that at all. And I've been watching his videos pretty closely. He, it, all, it all seems it, subjective. And there's no... Well, okay. So what he said was that he suggested it and then he was like, you need to do it. And then he gave the local governments off the camera the ability to prosecute and enforce. And here in Las Vegas, we are not going to prosecute those who choose to stay open. So there's no enforcement. I don't think that there's going to be fines yet. No, because he can't. Well, he doesn't have the ability to. It has to come down from, it needs to come up from above him to be able to start using force. Yes. Like he has to have actual military action involved. I get that. So, like, I don't know if it's going to happen. If it, it, oh, no, it's going to happen because nobody is. Yeah. At least here in Vegas, it doesn't seem like. A lot of people are following. No, like, there's like a nail salon right next to my house that's open. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Like a nail salon. Like you're right there involved in somebody's face. Like, yeah. come on now. We went, just, I had Harvey go get me some sweet treats at my favorite uh, vegan bakery. And it said on the Facebook curbside, you have to call, right? They come out, do everything. Harvey went in and like yeah. talked to him for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's very like lenient. Like people are just being very loosey goosey with the rules, which is completely unsafe. And it's just putting us all in a bad position, but I can't really say much because, you know, I'm not, I'm not being a renegade out there saying, fuck it, burn this motherfucker down. And like, just walking away from my job. So I can't, I don't really have much room to talk, but. Well, uh, technically you're not doing anything. Well, you have to be following also CDC um, sanitation protocol. And uh, with everything that you're telling me, I'm pretty sure they're not doing that. (laughs) No, I don't, I don't. Well, they have no way of enforcing that. They don't have alter. I mean, they have a. They I saw when they left a cleaning crew, but I doubt it's like it's just the guy with like a a floor buffer. You know what I mean? Like the normal cleaning crew. It's not like people in hazmat suits disinfecting the the whole store. And the disinfectant that they do have is Oxifer, which is a very good disinfectant, but. We don't have, we just use Oxifer. We don't have actual cleaning supplies and then using that as a disinfectant. There's no step-by-step process. And so we disinfected and cleaned our whole salon yesterday. And I brought in my own peroxide wipes that kill coronavirus. And so um, I just went in and I was like, in between each person, we have to make sure that we're wiping down the surfaces wherever they touch wherever they are in you know if we can avoid them like opening the doors like we open the doors for people are you guys wearing gloves and we are we are because it'll give you chemical burn if you don't so like we are no i'm not talking about just for disinfecting like are you wearing them you're supposed to be wearing them basically the whole time yeah well we don't i don't wear mine the whole time when i'm 
grooming because I just can't stand grooming with gloves unless it's like a short haired dog. But yeah, when we take the collars and leashes from these people, you wearing gloves. When we, you were wearing gloves. Okay. So yeah, but we're a little bit more paranoid. We're a little bit more, um, our anxiety is a lot higher where we're at. So we're pretty diligent, but then, excuse me, hold on. <clears throat> and we have, um, two new people that are working with us and they're new and they're, you know, they can't, they're supposed to be going to an academy or like a groom school. So they're just kind of like hanging around, um, watching us work and stuff like that, which is like, kind of it's kind of annoying because it's it's not i don't want to say useless bodies because they're i mean they're well, in they're this situation have a, it is where it is six feet exactly and well yeah exactly so it's like and you're not supposed when, to have a certain number of people which i'm sure you guys are probably under but i don't know if that applies for the workplace well n- okay so we've been getting a vast amount of different emails from different people who are higher up in the company and, um, hold on. <coughs> so yeah, the different people higher up in the company are constantly giving us all this different information and all these protocols and rules and regulations are changing constantly. Yeah. But then it's like, how are we supposed to put these into effect? So when we have, normally two to three people in the salon and now we have five people in the salon it we definitely can't keep that six feet distance at all times i mean we can with the three people that we have we can break it up our little stations we can move our stations around so we're at a fair amount of distance but when there's five people in the salon or when our manager comes in you know then it's just too many people and so the anxiety builds and and whatnot so it's just, it's awful. It's fucking awful. And people are psycho. Like we have signs on the doors that nobody apply that nobody reads. And it just yeah. says only one group at a time or one person at a time. And then when they leave is when you can come in. So that way we can disinfect in between and nobody pays attention. So I'm constantly yelling at people Get and fuck I- out you guys. I know what you're saying. Just be like, get out. (laughs) Out. Yeah. And so people are are giving me hella attitude. And then it's like, we are still taking on our website. It still says that we're taking walk-ins, but then like some of the leaders, I guess, are saying that we can choose not to. And so we collectively and our salon have chosen not to take in walk-ins. Yeah. And, and if they're coming in for a nail trim to either wait or book an appointment until Get we the can. Fuck out of here. So that way we can keep the schedule of the dogs, you know, on yeah. like, so like if a dog comes in, we can keep that schedule because the thing is that it fucks up when you're working with corporate, you're taking in dogs left and right. And so the schedule for the one dog that was booked there is skewed because of that. Whereas mm-hmm. now is like, if we take in one dog, we can get it done in an hour, an hour and a half, and it's going to be gone or another dog will come in in between that time. So that way there's no overlapping of 
people. You're trying to lessen your foot traffic. Yeah, but people are bitchy about it. And it's Whatever. like, just, just give them the know. crazy ah. I give them the crazy voice. And so I've accumulated this habit of me and one of my other coworker. Um, we just go in the parking lot after work and drink and smoke weed. there's no there's no bars open we're outside and we can keep six feet distance you know so we're like fuck it passing the joint to each other we're like yeah we're just like okay let's just like decompress wait how y'all sharing the joint you like sucking it back just a tiny bit it's like not perching your lips on it Oh, first of all, obviously we done fucked up that time. But, so, so we don't do that anymore because afterwards we're like, oh, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> but we were already, it was already a decision that was made. Okay. It yeah. wasn't the best decision, but it was already a decision that was made. <laughs> <laughs> you look at each other and be like, dang it. And you're like, I also have burpees. <laughs> we're like the fire killed it. <laughs> the fire, the fire is sanitizing. yeah it's hilarious so like now nah, we don't do that we're just like okay let's just drink in the parking lot <laughs> that sounds better six feet away yeah i know so so vanessa calls me i think it was yesterday or two nights ago my days are blurred and she pours this she puts me on her counter because we always video chat she puts me on her counter puts a glass in front of it and fills it maybe a little less than half with like lime juice or lemonade or something. And then she pulls out the handled rum haven who we need to make them our official spokesman. I know. How can we reach out? I've been drinking that all week. (laughs) I know. And she pours it. And I'm just watching the glass keep getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And I'm like, God damn, Vanessa. You Everybody's like stuck at home. Splash of lemonade in there. She's like, I learned from the past. <laughs> For real. That's so funny. But it's true. Everybody's stuck at home getting their drink on. And I'm like, I'm just like pouring it down. Just like one for the homies. Girl, this whole fucking staying at home thing. I don't. Is the it would be f- Okay, whatever. It would be. F- I'm. A, I'm fine. You I fucking watch say TV. that now. I am the same way. We are the same person. I think it's a little bit different because we can actually kind of do shit. Whereas I am like being forced to stay in bed, and I am just like today. I sat in silence. <laughs> <laughs> What felt like 30 minutes trying to read a book. And I was like, I don't even remember what I read. Like an actual paperback. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this right now. Whenever, okay, I, okay, so I have ADD much like you. And the thing is, though, is that I can honestly read for days like straight. But it takes me a minute to get there. And I've had to have had started that reading habit first. So what you got to do is you got to pick up Harry Potter. I couldn't get into it. First of all, I'm not telling you if you're going to like it. I'm just telling you. It's just such an easy read. 
Once you read one, listen to me, Vanessa, once you read one Harry Potter book, then you can read all books because you've gotten through a whole book in two days. And you're like, whoa, I can't believe I read that whole book in two days. I think it's because I went out of my genre. I like that whole whimsical stuff. And I prefer to read like porn. (laughs) I do like erotica. (laughs) But like, I like vampires and like I read. Okay. So I like read the whole Twilight Saga. And I killed that whole saga in like less than a week's time per book. And the books just kept uh, getting bigger. The movies sucked, but the book series was actually pretty good. But this one, I think, is a religious book, which I didn't know when I was reading <laughs> the summary. So I think I'm having... And it's... um, It's... um, Not based here. It's based in Europe. So the terminology is a lot different. They actually oh. speak better than we do. So I'm like... <laughs> What is this English? <laughs> this is not American English. Right? This is some pure shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so then you need to read some American English books. I do. I do. I do. It's so bad. But I'm like fucking dying. And it sucks because I can't even masturbate. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> <laughs> can't get your rocks off I can't I can't use my core muscle and who orgasms not using their core like let's be real here I don't know exactly that has just been my day I am getting hornier and hornier by the minute <laughs> <laughs> alright I guess we can uh, move on <laughs> <laughs> but no being quarantined fucking sucks and like I was hopped up on hydrocodone for two days those make me so sick they I did was getting sick I had to eat a lot of soup with that um and eating felt better but I was higher than a kite was fucking great See, I like that part of it, but I don't like the whole like tummy ache and the, the headache. I get itchy. <laughs> I get itchy. Like I felt cracked out. But it was oh yeah, no, nice. I get itchy too. I get really itchy with everything. Why? Because it's meth. So I'll just it's not meth. It's meth. heroin. That yeah, heroin. I was getting heroin. She. It's an. It's an opiate. That's what it is. And then they don't give you the good opiate shit because people get hooked on it and then they like abuse it, which I probably would too, but <laughs> they don't give you that. So they give you like the hydrocodone and it's like, oh, it's so rough. Yeah. that All of it is kind of rough. I get in and which like, I don't even know how I went through my pill problem for a while because all that shit just fucks me up. But uh, I never had a pill problem. I did for a hot second. I mean, I would not consider myself an addict, but I was taking that shit like candy for a hot second. (laughs) (laughs) But so when I was picking up my uh, prescriptions, um, 
so I'm dirty. I am a dirty person. Like I just, I do dirty things and I, we ordered dinner and our postmate guy came and we were in the garage and I didn't feel like, we didn't feel like walking all the way around. Right. And so I just opened the garage door and I'm wearing like this really big polo that I've worn for two days straight. And that red one that was definitely Harvey's at one point. Yeah. That's the ugliest shirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's comfy. That looks like a church polo. Like he did like, <laughs> he did volunteer work at his church. <laughs> That's his nice going out shirt. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> he needs to burn it. What is his problem? That's the ugliest shirt I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And what is red and autumn color? I don't care what color it is. It's still an ugly shirt. Well, he's it's not just like autumn. So like reds bring out the reds in his skin. He's like a spring or winter. That's what his colors are. Okay. Well, that shirt's just ugly. It's not even a good polo. <laughs> <laughs> so we were in Walgreens and I'm like, Flecking his old man ear hair. <laughs> I'm just like plucking away, and he's just like, Why? Like, why are you doing this now? And I'm like, Because I just gotta get it. And he's just like, This kind of hurts. And then I just like stopped for a second. And I was like, I don't even pluck dog ear hair. I don't gonna, pluck dog ear hair either. But I'm gonna stay here. And plug, plug, my, your husband. plug my husband's ear hair in the middle of Walgreens. <laughs> and that's like, great. people weren't even abiding by the six foot rule. So that's probably why I was doing it. Just being like, you want to be close to where I'm dropping these hairs, guys? Like, six <laughs> roll. Don't you know I'm disgusting? <laughs> Don't you know? I've, I'm pretty disgusting. Okay, so I have been like ranting and raving about these mesh panties on Facebook. But I need to tell, I need this to be on record. These mesh panties, which I know you're familiar with. Yeah. Are the fucking best. Why do you love them so much? They're comfortable. They like. They're they're not supposed to even feel like anything on you. They're just supposed to hold your damn giant diaper. Exactly. It feels great. Like, it feels like I'm not wearing anything, but I am. They're breathable. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're mesh. <laughs> but it's, I almost ordered a pack on Amazon. <laughs> no, it's, it's really hard because, like, they give you a couple at a hospital when you have a baby. And, um that's all you get. Right. And (laughs) I'm coughing all over the place. I guess I got to call out of work. Um, but anyway, yeah, you get these mesh panties and you get like maybe a handful, but there's like a stash of them. Like sometimes if you go in your hospital room, they'll have like the storage area. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is my mom. My mom is she's a unique person, but when we, every time we go to the hospital and I have a kid or one of us has a kid, I come from a very large family. 
she makes sure we raid the whole fucking hospital room. Like she tells you to take all the diapers, all of the, and again, it is, you can take it. It is for you. But she goes into the storage unit, like the storage bin. So like your hospital room will have the cradle for the baby and it will have the blanket and each drawer will have stuff for you that you are going to need while you're there at the hospital. And that stuff is actually quite encouraged to take. Like they encourage you to take it because it has like nipple cream, rash cream, diapers, blankets. They encourage you to take it. pack your bag with it but my mom somehow finds like the area where they replenish the storage area in every freaking hospital room and she's like you gotta take all of this all of it all of it so I'll come home with a bunch of stuff that I'm never gonna use (laughs) and I donate it uh to that one place out here for the for the women um but I end up donating it all because I don't use it, but I always regret not taking extra fucking mesh underwear. Yeah. Cause you can't really wash it. <clears throat> I know I have been delicately hand washing the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause they're not reusable. And so no, they're not. My friend is, she's going to be having the same surgery. And so I've been like keeping her updated. I was like, buy a shit ton of pads because they don't actually tell you how much you might bleed. Oh, I have extra pads if she needs them. I have the ones that if you like crack them, they're, they're cold. Oh, for, um, your. Yeah. If you have a a pad. Perineum. Yeah. Episiotomy or something like that. They don't really do those anymore, but anyways, but yeah, no, I am like keeping her updated. And I was like, do yourself a favor and just buy extra mesh panties. Cause like where the incisions are in like my belly button and how high I wear all of my things, it's putting too much pressure on my belly button incision. So I have so literally just, just wearing, just wearing mesh the, panties. So you just been walking around in the ugliest polo known to man <laughs> in mesh panties yeah. with and a diaper hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah because they don't tell you how much you bleed and like I stopped bleeding but then I was like a ketchup packet and I was like what the fuck this is great this is <laughs> the joys of having surgery on yeah. your sexual organs yeah. so sorry if there's any dudes out there oh I guess we should have put like a disclaimer in the beginning like oh this is for adults it's only we never do it's never it's always for i know i pray the lord no children are listening to us right but man it's been tough it seems like it's just tough all the way around it is it's just a and you know that's why i think too why i wanted to try and get this episode done because you know people need a good laugh out there and just like not being fucking told what to do. Yeah. Just taking a fucking break. Yeah. I get it. She's picking her nose right now. Yeah. She just just ate it guys. You're so (laughs) full of shit. So I was, (laughs) so I was watching, um, one of the very 
like famous groomers out there. And she, I had seen her like maybe five years ago and she was talking about corrective grooming, but then I just saw her webinar yesterday and then it just kind of like lit a little bit of a flame under my ass. I was like, Oh God, I love watching her webinars or just like seminars and stuff like that. And so I had only like two haircuts today and this couple came in. I want to say that they're a couple, but they're, you never know. But, um, this, this two, uh, um, couple this couple came in and they were like they had this lhasa and this lhasa had severely deformed front legs and they're like i want this length which is a three and three quarters all over um but i don't want to show the the indentations of the legs because it's the thin bow uh the swimmer's legs and so there's like every all these different divots so then i was just like so motivated from watching this webinar on um her it's pina and or pina and uh irena and she was doing her foot fetish webinar on a schnauzer but i had seen a class i had taken a class with her years ago and it was just like a really good class and the class i had seen was talking about corrective grooming so then I was like, fuck, they want corrective grooming. And I was like, you, you guys want me to do a corrective hairstyle on this dog. And like, I literally took this Lhasa. He wasn't like a Lhasa. They said that he was a Shih Tzu Bichon mix. He's a fucking Lhasa. But I shortened his body. I, um, pulled his head back with hair. Like I, you know, I, I, I shortened his uh, throat and I shortened the body and I did some corrective grooming on his legs. So they don't show his deformities. And this dog looked like a a fucking, okay. So I was taking a picture on the shop's iPad, right? The before picture. And then I was going to take an after picture, but then the manager took the iPad because it was broken and he wouldn't give it back. So I could just at least take the after picture. Why couldn't you just be with your phone? Because I didn't want to. (laughs) Why? Because I don't know. That's a dumb reason. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't take it with my phone. I didn't have my phone handy. I was getting fed up because he didn't give me the iPad back. I was getting pissed. And I was like, I'm doing all this fucking work for this corporate job. And this fucking haircut is like a $120 haircut because he looked gorgeous. And yeah, it was corporate pricing. So I only got to charge dollars $5. $5. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I, 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 and I was teaching um, the other two well, I think only one was paying attention. They're kind of getting a little stir crazy. The two uh, new people, the two apprentices, they're getting a little stir crazy. And so they're like, okay, well, you need to be watching the other groomers groom. So that way you're learning, but they're not like intensively watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, you guys <laughs> need to be watching because that's how you learn. Or and I'm doing book out. I'm doing like a fucking like teachable moment right here with this corrective grooming and the dog looked like a fucking million dollar dog. (laughs) 
and a million dollar dog. And then, and then I got this. And then just corrective grooming was on my mind because of it. So then I got this. Um, they said it was a poodle Maltese, a multi poo, but it was a powder puff. It was a fucking powder puff. But they're like, oh no, it's a multi poo. And I'm like, <clears throat> powder puff. And it was matted. So then I did, you know, a really short body, but then I did an Asian face, a fusion face. And like, finally, they're starting to pay attention because the other groomer was paying attention to it because she wanted to learn the Asian fusion face. And that dog looked amazing. I should have taken a picture of that one too. That one was really cute. <coughs> yeah, you should have taken a yeah. picture. How, like, how do we even believe you? You could just be making all of it up and it never happens you know what these people are not gonna see your bugging out eyes right now ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. uh. but song. yeah i have i have a lot of time to like actually work a little bit harder on the dogs yeah so i am kind of jealous i do miss grooming a bit it is a virgin by the time I get back you can't you can't be born again sweetheart sorry Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think what hole is a virgin (laughs) (laughs) you have to make one yeah I can't even say nose or ear belly button nope (laughs) (laughs) Don't even sit there out there, guys, and be like, really? Yeah, no, you've tried. (laughs) No. No, I have not. What? I don't have a giant belly button. I don't either, but I'm just like, I wonder. (laughs) Like, as like jokey, jokey stuff, you know what I mean? Just like, haha, I'm gonna fuck you with my belly button. Just kidding. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Whatever, guys. My sex life is great, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All the belly button fucking. Yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. Exactly. Harvey's teeny peeny. Yeah. His micro dick. (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, man. Where were we? Um, you should have gotten a picture though, for sure. Yeah, I know. I was, I was just like, I don't know. I make such irrational decisions at stupid moments. I have said every day that I was just going to be like, they just need to fire me. Maybe I just like take a shit on the floor and they'll fire me. Or like, I keep, I keep like, I think right now you can still apply for, unemployment even if you quit yeah I could I probably will do that but see this is what I'm saying is that I just make these decisions these very rash decisions and I keep trying to get people like I swear I would be the worst cult leader but I swear to god I keep trying to get the people in my salon I'm like telling everybody like if everybody goes on leave they're gonna have to give me something you know like if everybody's not working they're gonna have to shut it down but then the manager's like oh no they'll just make you go out on the floor and I'm like I'm not doing that I got two kids at home 
I'm not well, doing that. And you have an autoimmune disease. I do. <clears throat> I have an autoimmune disease. And you're out there fucking working. Yeah. And now you're coughing. I'm also a very heavy smoker as of lately too. So I don't know if I have coronavirus or if I'm just like smoking way too many cigarettes. Cause I have been like, like going through those packs more than normal. <clears throat> like way more than normal. <laughs> like my maybe one or two cigarettes a day or like maybe a casual cigarette when I'm drinking. No, it's like, I need a fucking 10 minute break. <laughs> I need to smoke before I get in the car. I need to smoke after I get out of the car. I need to smoke before I get in the shower. I need to smoke before. I'm just like smoking all over the joint. Cigarettes are Stressful my life times. right now. Stressful times. Yeah. I'm going to get myself sick. Yeah. Or immune to it. And you'll just uh, be addicted. <clears throat> right. I'm so addicted to all the things you do when you're going down on me in between the sheets. Yeah, my belly button, right? It, right, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it really sucks because it's like, what if something does happen? There's no place to get tested here in Vegas. I mean, there, there are, like, but where are doing they? doing free testing right now. There was somewhere that was doing a drive through test. Yeah, are you not part of the group, the Las Vegas, um, the Las Vegas, I'll add you because they keep you up to date on everything that's going on. I'm probably part of it, but I'm never on my phone because the Las Vegas coronavirus update. Uh, that's not the group. Oh yeah. Updates and information group. Yeah, I'm on it. Las Vegas coronavirus. Um, yeah, you are on it. No, you're not on it. You're not. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. <clears throat> then add me. I'm going to. Yeah, they've always got some good information on there. I invited you. Someone invited you. It's in your. I can't invite you because you're invited. So you okay. have to look through your notifications. <clears throat> My chest starting to hurt. I have like this weird pain that's like coming from, I have a bruise underneath my belly button. Yeah. And there's pain like emanating from it. I don't, I don't like it. And I just like want to work out and stuff. It's been really hard. I did some prison workouts yesterday. Yeah, you got fucked in work. the ass. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> what the fuck is prison working out? <clears throat> uh, sorry, I just coughed everywhere again. Um, my prison workout is basically I take my anti-fatigue mat and I do my stretches and then I did my planks, then did some lunges in the back with some conditioner bottles to help with the weight. And then I did some seated squats with conditioner bottles. So that's a prison workout. Sounds nice. I wasn't wearing the right bra, so I didn't do any jumping jacks. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you being someone's bitch in prison. Really? Yeah. Like I said, I'd probably be the worst riot leader. I'm trying to get everybody to riot and revolt against the system. 
and nobody's listening to me. It's hard. It's hard out there. I just it's, it's coming though. That's why nobody I'm like takes me seriously. <laughs> no, like it's coming and it complete shutdown is coming. And that's why I'm just kinda like why fret about it? You know what I mean? It's not You're just riding out the storm. Just writing it out, you know, because it's just gonna happen. It's it's gonna happen. The government is gonna unfortunately intervene and that's just my prediction. It's my mm. prediction. Yes, so I'm just kind of like everybody just can argue and until they're blue in the face and it's just it's, I, that's what I think is going to happen so in the midst of all this you realize reading is not your jam no what are you going to try next I don't know you I can't work some, out. No. So you got, you got I might buy something. some yarn. I might do that. I might do that. And do You're that. seriously going to pick up knitting? I might. You I've tried do- in the past. Like, my problem is, is my attention span is so short. <laughs> it is so short. I am surprised that I have continued to want to do this podcasting. And I think it's only because people are actually liking it and I like pleasing people. So now there is like, I don't want to say like sexual, <laughs> but you know what, what? I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> that like that. Oh my God. You made me drop my microphone. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like people making you happy is maybe incentivizing you, like yes. or motivating you. That. What did Where I say? Did you said sexual. <laughs> like what the hell? What did Dang I say? So sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did tell a certain lady friend of mine today that she should send me some pics. I'm turning into a horny, like, 17-year-old. And I was like, send me some pics. She's like, I'm working. I'm like, that's okay. Just rub the hair all over your body. <laughs> she's like, I'm not fucking doing that. And I was like, well, you suck. <laughs> she's like, ooh, are these hair splinters I know, arousing right? you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. I have a lot of things wrong with me. Yeah. But no, like you gonna make dog bows? Fuck no. Oh, okay. Well, you're stuck there for like twenty something more days. <clears throat> you can make some fucking dog bows. I hate dog bows. I don't even use them. I do feathers now. But like the problem is, it make is some hair feathers. Where, where I can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Because I do want to try and abide by the quarantine as well so it's like i have nothing here so amazon is my best friend and but i'm also kind of like not wanting to buy anything too because we're on one income okay well so i guess all of my guitar i'm thinking actually i i had harvey set up the dvd player and a piano a learning CD was in there 
So. I had one of those years ago. Yeah. But my problem well, mine was is, for guitar. Oh, okay. I wanted to do piano. But my problem is, is sitting up for long periods of time starts to hurt. I'm kind of getting in a little bit of pain here from my yeah. And so I'm like shortened on what I can and cannot do. Okay. And like my period of time is small. So I was thinking knitting because you could kind of do that laying down. Right? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's list off some things that people can possibly do. I think that'd be fun on like how to no. get by through your quarantine. No, everybody's doing that. There's like a million lists out there and I just recommend yeah, changing. But I was just going to say our list might be different. <laughs> <laughs> there is always Pornhub. Practice your pullout game. Practice that pullout game. Romance Wait. yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Edging. Edging is your best friend. Practice <laughs> how you want to talk to your spouse about the new kinks you want to try that you've seen from Pornhub. You know, <laughs> that's a hard thing to do. So stand in front of here for a while. Yeah. That's fun. Try out. Meditate. To Pornhub. <laughs> I can't meditate to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking, I think I said this in the last podcast, but like I was just talking to my coworkers and I was like, yeah, this was before the quarantine and everything. But I was talking to them and I was like, yeah, man, I think I have like a recent porn addiction because I was just watching way too much porn. <laughs> but the, when I said it, I said it one too loud because I was wearing my headphones and I don't know why I just blurted out saying it. But I was like... I think it was just a conversation starter, the worst kind. But I didn't realize there was actually clients in the lobby. And so, and it was my client that I had to like go out there after I just said, hey, I think I have a recent porn addiction and pick up his shit too. <laughs> he liked it. He was like, no, he could, he, he was like an awkward fellow. And so he uh, definitely could not make eye contact with me. Like after the situation, <laughs> like after everything, he was just like, uh, yeah, he was like, ooh, her hand was a little crusty on the grass. So gross. <laughs> I washed my hands. Yeah, but, you should oh be. man, it was rough. You I guess that's not a good shop talk. Porn, <clears throat> sex, never stop me. No, I know. And it's always, everybody's always talking about it in the shop, but it's like, it's not good shop talk. That's how you get fired. I never got fired in the six and a half years. Yeah. I got talked to a lot about it. Being like, Vanessa, you should really stop. And I'm like, ha ha, boner! And run away, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Vanessa's face disappeared. It's gone. Holy, holy shit, what did I do? I don't know. It's oh, back. I'm back. Oh my god, you got uglier. <laughs> oh, I'm getting so sleepy. Where's Chris? <sighs> He's with the girls in a different room, so that way I can have privacy mm-hmm. and be on this podcast. But I feel like it's just like a disaster, like everything else. It always is, every episode. 
No, there are some amazing episodes. Okay, you don't even listen to our podcast, but I do. And I'm like, whoa, these girls are speaking some weird truth. And I'm always enjoying it. Like, for the most part, we come out with some pretty good informational stuff. Like, this was a little different. You know, we don't... It's just not all the other things are on our mind. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a different, a different time. And I, I still think our people, our friends, our family will appreciate this. You know what I mean? Just getting their minds off of all the other shit that's happening. Yeah. So this puppy anal gland on me in your face no the oh. other day and it analed everywhere in the lobby area and Aww. we disinfected that whole lobby area and it still smelled like anal yeah yeah how old was the puppy six months never been groomed oh and never Freaked been socialized the- either never huh? been socialized it bit the shit out of me it didn't hurt but it tried to go after me and once I got everything done, I'm like, I'm a fucking genius with puppies. I swear to God. And once the dog was acclimated to everything, the way I was doing it, he was perfect afterwards. But the beginning was rough. The beginning was so rough, but it you was know, really funny because the, the dog is trying to like scream and like claw and bite its way away from me. Just my presence meeting it the owner is like I think she'll really like you <laughs> that's how she says hello I was like um uh yeah I think she'll warm up <laughs> she did but it was just so funny the way the owner was like because the owner likes me and we were chit-chatting and I was giving her good advice and so she's like I think she'll really like you she'll really like you and this dog literally is trying to attack its way he's so or she was so terrified of me that's fucking hilarious and the owner is just like oblivious yeah but I did a full haircut on the dog I got a full haircut dog uh, a whole haircut done on that dog Got the training done, everything, everything done. And the dog was perfect. You know, I did a puppy not that long ago. And this was the first puppy in many years that stumped me. It stumped me. Like, usually puppies love me and I can do a full haircut. Three months old, first time, no problems. And like, most of my puppies kind of stick with me and never have an yeah. issue. Yeah. This fucking puppy though. This puppy. <laughs> well, what was the breed first? It was like a Shih Tzu thing. Yeah. It was it bit me at least 20 times. Scratching me. I had scratches. It made me bleed. I bleeded my own blood. <laughs> and I am like being the whole time I am just calm and trying to like talk to the dog and like you know and this dog just flipping out did you get a full haircut or did you no i just did a face feet and sandy yeah because i was like your dog is crazy 
Yeah, I couldn't do nothing. And then there was an unfortunate language barrier. So I could, I don't know if I got my point across on all the things that they needed to do for the dog. Well, I mean, you'll like know in like 30 to 40 days whether or not they're coming back to you, right? (laughs) I fucking guess. (laughs) Yeah. I'll know by next year. Right. (laughs) But so we do have a story for you guys. Um, it's a long one. Um, I will try and read this. Don't lose your attention span. <laughs> Not just that. I'm like starting to kind of hurt a bit. Can't okay. you just lay back? And my seat doesn't go backward. So can't lean back in this chair. Uh-oh. So I'm getting anxious or not anxious, but like, You know what I mean. Okay. Nancy. Nancy. Okay. So it says, hi, my name is Meg and I am a salon manager. I've been grooming dogs for six years. This is a wild story that I think you appreciate. I feel like I'm telling you a bedtime story. (laughs) I'm in bed right now. I know. (laughs) Names have been changed to make names have been changed to maintain privacy for those involved. So, in April of 2019, a pet parent will refer to her as, or refer to her in this story as Sharon, came into our salon saying she had her dog. She had had her dog. We refer to the dog as Coco, a mixed breed with long hair, weighted down, weighing about nine pounds and approximately 10 years old, groomed in our salon in the past and now she would like to have another group than today um we have i am struggling (laughs) and i realized that like harvey edits my stories heavily when i tell them so they sound perfect (laughs) y'all are gonna get the real the dyslexia is coming through (laughs) y'all gonna get the legit dyslexic story that i fucking read because dyslexia is real guys (laughs) so i'm so sorry um we have a we got coco and sharon (laughs) coco and sharon um and 10 years old groomed our salon in the past and now she would like to have another groom done today we have a nationwide client computer database. I work for a large corporation that shall remain nameless. So finding her info by either name, telephone, or email should be very easy to do. But we could not find her info in our computer after many attempts to find it. After a few minutes, we were able to create Sharon a new profile in our computer and obtain Coco's previous vaccine subscribed expiration date one of the offered her program. I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the. We were all good to go, and the stylist that was going to do service for Coco, we'll call the stylist Becky, started our routine pet care check before Becky actually. With the good hair. Huh? Becky with the good hair. Right, Becky always has good hair. Um, pet care check before actually asking to sign paperwork and do services. <sighs> okay. Becky checked Coco's skin, coat, ears, tails. I mean, nails. 
<laughs> ETC. She checked her tail too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and started discussing in detail with Sharon exactly what she wanted done for Coco. Sharon warned Becky, be careful with Coco. She was abused in the past before I adopted her and doesn't usually do well with strangers. Becky replied, okay, not to worry. Do I sound like someone with good hair? <laughs> I will give her as much care and attention as if she were my own baby. Sharon signed our paperwork and decided that she wanted a full body haircut. Bath, blow dry, nail trim, ear cleaning, ETC for Coco. Her total was 45 fucking dollars. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Becky began services on Coco. While Becky was doing the pre cut before the bath, this was necessary to do because Sharon wanted a 4F all over and Coco's hair was very long. Coco started to become very stressed out. We are talking, thrashing, screaming, growling, trying to bite, and of course, pooping on the table. Becky decided to give Coco a little five-minute break and try to resume service after Coco had a chance to calm down. Becky tried to resume service again, and Coco was just not having it at all. With this going on and factoring in that Coco was a senior dog, Becky came to me for advice as to how should she proceed. She told me, I don't think it's safe for Coco or myself to continue service. She's just too stressed out and I don't want to hear, I don't want her to have a heart attack or something. I attempt to try my hand at this wild pepper but the result was the same with me as well. Poor Coco was telling us the best way that she knew how. Stop touching me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the worst. <laughs> you have no idea watching it and hearing it at the same time. I'm like, you'd be the worst kindergarten teacher. <laughs> you're like one of those parents that volunteers to read for the class and then the class falls asleep i think i'm a pretty good storyteller or the kids are just so confused like why are she why is miss vanessa acting that way she smoked weed before she started you would be that parent i would you gotta be a little high all right I called Sharon and explained to her with care what was going on with Coco and how we unfortunately would not be able to complete services on Coco today. Sharon replied, oh, oh, that does not sound like my dog at all. She has been groomed by you guys before and she's been fine. Again, our client went on to say, I want to talk to the manager. This is fucking ridiculous she's a small dog and you're telling me you really can't handle her i told sharon i am the salon manager and she said oh, that's sad where is your manager 
I told her that she could speak to my store manager. I have one direct superior and he runs the entire store. We will call him Rick. (laughs) As soon as she comes to pick up Coco, Sharon came in about 10 minutes later and immediately jumped down Rick's throat about how upset she is that we cannot handle Coco in our salon. Rick repeated all the same information that I had previously given Sharon about how, why it is unsafe for us to continue services for Coco and how Coco's well-being is our top priority. I lost my thought. Sharon then began to cry. Actual tears. Rick told Sharon that maybe today just wasn't a good day for Coco and dogs can sometimes have off days too. And we were willing to try again one more time with Coco at a later date in time when maybe Coco was feeling better. He told her, I'll have Meg try again herself. She's our salon manager and I know that Coco will be in excellent hands with her. I smiled at Sharon and backed this up saying, I'd be willing to try it myself. Sharon seemed to calm down a little bit and Rescheduled to come in three days later to try again with Coco. Sharon then apologized to Rick and I, saying, I'm so sorry. I got so emotional. I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar disorder, and diabetes. (sighs) We said it was okay. And that we will see her in three days. Coco was given back to her with her body shaved with a 4F. Flash forward to three days later. Sharon brought Coco in and I greeted her warmly. And this time I had Sharon watch me attempt service on Coco. She was about 12 feet away, not super close, but still able to watch me. I didn't think Coco would magically be okay for grooming now, but what the hell, I gave it a shot. Lo and behold, Coco was exactly the same as she was three days ago. She was thrashing, screaming, growling, trying to bite and pooping on the table. I looked (laughs) over at Sharon with a concerned, poor Coco look type of expression on my face. Sharon had a worried expression on her face. I tried with Coco for about two minutes. I stopped service and walked Coco over to Sharon. I had gotten a bit of more hair off with 4F, but that's really it. I reiterated to Sharon how and why I cannot safely complete services on Coco. I thought to myself, she saw it with her own two eyes. Surely she will understand. But no, I was very wrong. Sharon said, how do you expect my dog to be walking around with a mess like that? She's a mess. I'm going to tell people that you butcher dogs here. Give me the goddamn corporate phone number. Corporate is going to hear about this. My dog is a fucking mess. Thanks for butchering my dog. I did not want to be cursed at any walker. I did not come to work to be verbally abused like that. I stopped speaking to her and Rick came over. He was already hovering nearby and he gave Sharon the name and telephone number of a veterinarian clinic nearby our store that could possibly assist with her. Further with sedating Coco, 
and then grooming her at the clinic. Sharon shouted at him that she was never going to shop at our chain ever again. And she was going to spread word as far as she could about how terrible our salon staff is and how horrible the customer service is in general. She left the store. Flash forward to one week later. We get an email. We get an email into the store from our customer service relations facility saying that they had a very lengthy complaint from a Miss Sharon regarding her pet Coco. And she needed to have someone reach out to her and rectify her issues. Rick and myself thought that there's no way that our superiors would take her seriously. Sharon was obviously a bit off. And we were simply following our safety policy and keeping Coco's best interest first. Our district services leader and our district leader, we will call them Jennifer and Adam, reached out to Rick about the cus this customer complaint. Apparently, Sharon had made some very serious accusations about how she was treated in our store. She said that everyone in the store, myself, Rick, Becky, the cashier, that was working in the front at the time she was there, were all openly laughing at her while she was crying and were allegedly making fun of her after she had confided in us that she was mentally and physically challenged. And get this, she said that we were also being very openly racist towards her. And that's the main reason why she thinks that she didn't get Coco groomed because she is an African-American woman. Normally it would not be important to this story to include someone's race or gender, but Sharon made it an integral part to this story. So because of these serious allegations, straight up lies. We made Jennifer and Adam thought it was in the company's best interest to reach out to Sharon again and offer to pay for Coco to have a sedated groom done at the local veterinarian clinic that our company mm -hmm. is in no way affiliated with. I know this is ridiculous. Rick and I could not believe it, but what could we do? We certainly couldn't tell our district supervisors no. So Rick was forced to call Sharon and make the offer for him to meet her at a local veterinarian clinic and have him use our company credit card to pay for her to get a sedated groom for Coco. Of course, Sharon accepted this offer. Rick met Sharon a couple of days later at a local vet clinic and paid for the damn thing. $286. Apparently, they also had to do some blood testing before the station. Rick made it clear to Sharon when it was all paid for that she is not welcome back at any location for grooming services. Sharon understood. I saw her a couple of months ago in the store shopping for dog food. That's the end of the story. I'd love to hear what you guys think on your next podcast. Well, I mean. <clears throat> <sighs> Made for a great story. Sure. <laughs> no, it was a good story. It was a good story. Um, but you do have people who are just like not there and they do like when they're not there, they just 
like it's not processing for some reason and no matter how much you like are nice and try to explain things like they'll just take it however way they're going to take it so yeah obviously she just wasn't right and you know what it's a large company and it's one of those kind of things where you're still not going to have to deal with the problem you're not actually dealing with the problem yeah i guess the company credit card's dealing with the problem but it's still not your problem so i guess it's fine like they just did their due diligence and just was like whatever she complaining she says that they're racist she says that they're making fun of her blah 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 we'll just make her happy and then just make sure she's not allowed to come back it's fine that seems reasonable um do i think the bitch was crazy probably Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 i cannot stand when people are like mad because I can't do something that their crazy dog is not allowing me to do. And so I, I do tend to snap back a little bit because I forget my place a little bit. If it's somewhere like where she's at, yeah, I'll probably, you know, do everything to keep my mouth shut or just have somebody else delegate with that. But if it's not, it's, if it's my own little thing, I'll just be like, you can do it yourself to tell me how it goes, you know? Yeah. In like a private setting, I would have ghosted that bitch a long time ago. You know what I mean? I would have sent her packing, blocked her fucking number, and she would have to actually physically come in to talk to me. Yeah. And people can say whatever that they, they can say whatever they want. I'm going to be like, prove it, prove it, Prove, prove whatever you believe the kind of person I am, what I did. Prove well, it. and this is why it's so important to record your grooms. Yeah, it is. But not everybody has that luxury or option. No, um, but just but also know that there's, if something doesn't feel right, smell right, be right. Just it ain't right. It ain't right. And just Follow be like, and it don't even continue with it. Don't even add, add other options. You know, so like she was very apologetic, you know, things don't go right the first time they're trying to make the situation better per policy. But if it's not vibing, don't even try it again. Don't even try it again. Like in a private setting, don't even try it again. Yeah. And we you keep saying I mean? private setting because when you're corporate, you it's have out to of your hand. Yeah, it is. They gave you the title manager, but at the end of the day, they will not, most of the time, if it goes further than the store manager, corporate is just going to give them what they want. Yeah. Which is what it is. There's no, there's no end of the road for corporate. You know? Yeah. Your, a, your, your authority is loosely defined. Yeah. It's just, it means that you're, it means you're doing more bitch work with a better title. But it's, it's like, you're just, you're kind of just there to be a punching bag. And um, yeah, I mean, in a private setting, it's different. Um, But in in a corporate setting, this is just how it is. So at the end of the day, I mean, the company did right by the company and the lady was happy in the end. And you guys will never have to see that lady again, as far as grooming is concerned. So I think it's A-OK. Everybody came out on top, you know? It's just so tough in the corporate world. It is. It's so, it's so obnoxious. And I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, 
in a private area, uh, first sign of struggle, <clears throat> the dog's not clicking, don't force it, just send it home. That's an any like, to me, that's a no-brainer private or corporate house. Well, if you're not <laughs> able to record the groom, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, no, if it's in exactly. A, um, that type of situation. Yeah. But I don't know. I think in this situation, it's what corporate wanted, you know? Yeah. But you remember when you worked for corporate, it's like. It fucking sucked. It did suck. And there was always like people kind of like pushing you into like a direction you don't want to be in. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's you like, give in to the client and it's like, no, fuck off. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, you know you can do that groom. You know you can do it. You just have to, like, muscle it, muscle through it. You know you can handle it. Yeah. And it's like... Do you know you, you can know, steam at that Briard in six hours? You're fine. You're good. You can do it. Yeah. But like it's biting it. me. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. But I'm bleeding now. Oh, you're fine. Are you such a baby? Yeah, you're fine. But but you also feed into that too. Like you think you're so tough and you can handle anything. Like the whole world on top of your shoulders. Oh, for sure. I definitely was that groomer for a long time. But now I see those kinds of groomers, and I'm like, but why though? Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah, exactly. Like why though, guys? Like you could take it easy, and it's completely fine. There are enough dogs in the world for all of us. We have a groomer shortage. You don't need to worry. But all right. <sighs> kind of hate to cut this short, but I'm starting to get in a little bit of pain here. Um, yeah, I mean, we could start back up another time if we need to. Well, I was thinking about that, you know, maybe doing it. We could do as many episodes during this pandemic if we want. If we want. Don't hold us to it, though. Yeah, for real. Let's we'll kind of put them together separately. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just cut it for right now. It's late again. It's just been, like, such a shitty week. I just want to, like, give all of our love out there for you guys. Yeah, you stay know. safe out there. Try yeah, and stay home <laughs> if you can. If you're working, if, you know, follow protocol. Just be safe. Be safe. Look up what the CDC is saying on what your protocol should be maintain that six feet if you can if you have to handle things just look up the cdc stuff go to cdc.org and just get the information there we're not going to be handing you out any of the things that you need or not need to be doing get that information done on your own and follow what your government's saying whatever that may be if it's legal to work it's legal to work you know if it's not it's not do what your state is needing you to do and follow the CDC because that doesn't just protect you, it protects the other people around you. Um, stay safe out there. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Send us your stories. Send us your stories. We want to hear your fucking stories. And right now, send us... It doesn't even have to be grooming related right now. We can jump on that bandwagon later. Just send us your delusional stories that you're having at home or at 
work. Just send us all the fucked up shit that's going on with you. Um, how you're trying to stay sane, working, not working. Um, send us those stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Again, that's groomerhumor at gmail.com. You can also um, check in with us, you know, if you're feeling like you need someone to talk to. Um, I am literally doing nothing and I have been trying to bug people. So, yeah. uh, the more people I can talk to, the more sane I'll be. So, be safe out there, guys. We are logging off. Out. Out.